0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
1: Michael Kent Jr. joins us. Now, Michael, loved our chat with Andrew Fraser. It sounds like you've got a, a wonderful team there um, at the Price and Kent Jr. stables, but is there any chance that the boss will allow poor old Andrew Fraser to have a winner and maybe Sonny can allow Andrew to, to strap and on I a, on a Thursday afternoon at Sandown? <laughs>
0: Andrew the Curse, Fraser. So good. <laughs> uh, look, what more can you do than give him a seventy favourite at Flemington and he still stuffed it up. Yeah. The, cur- the,
1: cur- the curse was too strong. The curse um, continues, but...
0: <laughs> so 15 and zero and uh, he will not be getting anywhere with- near Jack Reneau tomorrow.
1: Okay, there you go. So he just has to bide <laughs> his time and um, hopefully it turns for parole to Andrew, but he's loving his work, so... Um, yeah, we'll be cheering him on wherever he goes next. We'll be following him more closely than Jackano Andrew Fraser. So, um, um, we wish him the best of luck, but he spoke really well this morning. It was great to catch up with him. Now, um, to the races tomorrow, mate, Altruce is in the blue diamond preview. She makes her debut in this race and, um, she's an interesting, well, he's an interesting bred colt. Um, he's by the champion, Snitzel, out of a South African Group 1 winning mare. So where did you buy him from and um, is he any good?
0: Yeah, so she wasn't just any uh, Group 1 winner. She was champion. I think she won 17 races and multiple Group 1s, very good sprinter and um, Arrowfield have got her and we actually uh, also have the three-year-old older brother who hasn't got the races yet but it's a nice cult by Snitzel and OTI forked out 400,000 for him at Easter last year and he's a Lovely um, running, sort of, snitzel colt. He's uh, got beautiful action, good brain, and uh, he goes quite well.
1: All right, then. So what's your expectations with him tomorrow? He's $13 with Bet365. Um, can he run a big race in this Blue Diamond preview?
0: Yeah, it's a fact-finding mission. Uh, hard to, you know, in Victoria, it's hard to line up how um, all these colts yeah. sit in the pecking order because you're coming, uh, you have know, jump outs at Mornington, at Werribee, at Flemington, at Sandown at uh, Packenham, to sort of try and marry them up um, there looks to be some smart colts there they're well bred from good stables and there's also a couple that have already raced and, and raced quite well so um, we'll learn a lot about him uh, I think he's a genuine top four chance uh, he ran second in a jump out at Sandown and Blake Shin rides a lot of nice horses and he, um, he had a bit up his sleeve and said this is a nice horse so um, I would imagine he's in behind the speed. There's plenty of pace and uh, hopefully he's finishing off over the last fair long.
1: It's always exciting, these two-year-old races, especially at this time of the year when you think that you've got a good one, but you just don't know. And sometimes they can surprise you or sometimes they can disappoint you a little bit. But I guess that's what makes two-year-old racing so exciting in a way, Michael.
0: Absolutely. Uh, this, this weekend's fantastic. Yeah. Um, even looking at Sydney, uh, it's going to really heat up now. You think you've got a nice one, and then all the good ones reappear. So it's um, it's an exciting time of year. And you know, trainers don't uh, fully test them at home, so you're always um, you know not quite sure what they've got under the bonnet until they get to the last furlong and the acid test uh, uh, there of the last furlong, and and the, the winning post ultimately sorts out um, the great from the good.
1: I think everybody's excited to see Jack and I return in the Manfred Stakes over the 1,300 metres. Have you been happy with him?
0: Uh, Perfect. Yeah, had a perfect preparation. Uh, Got to have a nice little break after Luke Coolmore did well. Uh, It's a short turnaround, but he's a very clean-winded athletic horse. it doesn't take a lot of work, and he's had two jump outs. Um, Everything's gone to plan. He's just in terrific order, and you'll see a nice, fit colt there in the mounting yard tomorrow.
1: So he resumes over 1,300. We all know how good he was over the 1,400 metres last campaign. What's his best trip in your eyes?
0: I think his pet trip will be 1,400. I think he's a very good sprinting colt yeah. uh, with a bit more clean room in the Everest. Like he's only been 1.5 against the best in Australia as a young horse and an immature colt. So I think he's a real good sprinting colt, but I think seven furlongs suits him because he's got that really long stride and gives him time to wind up. We saw how awesome he was in the Golden Rose um, so I think he can be kept fresh for twelve, but I think 14 is his best trip.
1: I think maybe Caulfield having a bit of a spell with the renovations could be a blessing in disguise for a Jack and I, for instance, in in a Manfred because um that hillside track looks right up his alley.
0: Oh big time. Yeah. I mean he still he still uh has won a McNeil at Caulfield and just got headed out in a blue diamond, but yeah, exactly, with his big long stride and his racing pattern. Uh, you'd imagine the big, spacious track at uh, Hillside there is going to be right up his alley.
1: I know Maximilius, uh, Maximilius has been a horse that you've probably had to try and work out what's going on in his head. Maybe Andrew Fraser could be the answer, but um, you've been happy with the way that he's returned.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, a bit reverse psychology. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: they might have a special ah. bond. Correct.
0: <laughs> I might go ahead and change it now. Yeah. Um no, he's, uh, he's good. I mean, he was a cult, and he's a cult that's got plenty of talent. Like, he could sit up on the bridle and, and trial against Cool and Getter here at Cranbourne over a half mile, but he'd go to the races and be fairly inconsistent. Um, so, we've uh, given him the ultimate gear change, and he's come back more genuine, it would appear. Um, you know, one trial going to his first up run. So, sort I've of used that to sort of get him nice and fit and forward for these races. So, I think you'll see um, a nice. Effort premium in tomorrow. I don't. I wouldn't underestimate him, and definitely include him in your multiples. Um, and then from there, we can probably head on that uh, Guineas pass. So yeah, no, he's go- going super. He, he'll race forward and uh, give himself every opportunity.
1: All right, should we back Jack? And is he your best? Is he uh, a lock for our Maltese, or should we be a little, a little bit wary first up at a dollar eighty?
0: Well, yeah, he's got an inside barrier draw, and um, you know, get to content with that in the McNeil, and he got the nice package through. But, you know, he's got that pattern where he's going to get back and run on, so he needs things to work out. I mean, you hope and imagine that sand down creates plenty of room, but doesn't always happen. So um, certainly he's um, the best colt in the race, and he's going extremely well. So from our point of view, he'd um, go there and run super, just need things to work out. So. He's definitely our, our best chance anyway. We
1: don't need to even ask your opinion about Sunfall because Andrew just said, we asked him, is there any whispers, any winners around the stable? Without hesitation, um, Sunfall to flash down the outside at, uh, at the big spacious track of Packardham today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully he's right. Um, yep. Yeah. No, he's, got, he's, going, he's going okay. We are unlucky last time Sunfall. He got stuck deep and certainly a nice track. that will suit him. So he's an each-way chance, but doesn't win at a turn. So, um I wouldn't have my last on him, but he's he's going very well.
1: Good on you, Michael. Thanks for that, mate. Good luck tomorrow especially.
0: Thank you very much.